inspiring and equipping you to live the life you're destined to live. This is the Ascend Men Podcast. Here we are a year after launching the Ascend Men Podcast. And with 74 episodes under our belt, downloaded almost 5,000 times in 36 different countries, there's no doubt it's having an impact. Looking ahead to 2024, we'll be moving towards a mini-series format, where we bunch together episodes covering a specific theme. We have many ideas for these, from health and fitness, through forgiveness and reconciliation, sport, tech, and even DIY. To make this work, we need guests, men and women who we can interview who have something to say on various topics. And this is where we need your help. Many of you will know somebody who fits the bill, perhaps an old school friend, somebody in your village, a voice you heard on the radio, or even somebody who is already podcasting on a topic. Whatever their subject matter expertise, please get in touch with me, Alan Colley, and we can figure out how best to approach them. Interview guests really are the lifeblood of this podcast. So if you value it and you want it to continue, please get your thinking caps on. And now over to Nathan Blackaby to inspire you to be at CVM's kickoff of the Unschooled Ordinary Men UK tour at the C3 Church Colchester on the 25th of November. When was the last time you experienced God in your life? The presence of Jesus in your life. This is such a vital thing for us if we believe and trust in Jesus to experience his presence for ourselves on a daily basis. It's vital for us men. At CVM we've realised that we, we're all about introducing men to Jesus. We want to get the truth out, we want to share the gospel of Jesus to as many men as we can with you guys, our Christian mates, our allies, those of you that are in men's groups and partnered up with us and part of our network. But for us to do that authentically, we have to know and experience the presence of God. Otherwise, it, it's just about duty, it's just another thing to do. And we've discovered that introducing men to Jesus comes from an overflow of his presence in our lives as men, as individuals, when we're on our own, when we guard and keep that special secret place with Jesus in our lives. His presence is everything. So we're putting on some events. We're kicking off at the end of this year in November here in Essex. And then throughout the year next year, there'll be different events near you. And we're calling these the Unschooled Ordinary Men events. Uh, we just want to create an opportunity to come together as men, to worship, to discover more about who Jesus is and to ultimately experience his presence. And that will fire us up and send us out to introduce our mates to Jesus, to transform our prayer lives, our families. So that's what we're gonna be doing and I wanna invite you to be part of that, the Unschooled Ordinary Men. Why is it called that? Well, in Acts 4, uh, Peter and John, they're wandering about and the people in the village say like, who are these guys? These are just unschooled, ordinary men but they knew that they had been with Jesus. That was the difference. 
Peter, for example, he carried the presence of Jesus in his life and it was a game changer, it meant everything. Peter, this unschooled, ordinary guy, a fisherman, he knew the shores, this was his experience, this was his life, but an experience with God changed everything. And an ongoing presence of Jesus in his life changed everything. This is vital stuff for us guys. So join us, gather with us. There's more information on the website, the link's here. Unschooled Ordinary Men kicking off this year in November in Essex and then across the UK into next year. We want to encourage you guys to come out, stand with us, join us and experience the presence of Jesus. We need it, it's vital if we're going to introduce a million men to Jesus in our nation and in this time. Simplicity. So today I want to talk about simplicity. Simplicity in a world that's often very complicated, complex and busy. So I'll start with this. Today's big question, can a mouthful of food really change your life? Well, maybe in this story I can show you how a mouthful of food actually changed my life. A few years ago, I went on holiday with my family, and we were blessed to be able to travel into a region in Italy called Tuscany. It's a beautiful part of the Italian countryside with many rolling hills, tall trees, and uh, very warm sunshine. On our way into the hills of Tuscany, we stopped at the coastal city of Pisa and saw the famous Leaning Tower, the Leaning Tower of Pisa. And maybe the lesson I learned from seeing that is how many people come every day to celebrate what is actually a pretty interesting construction failure. Maybe even imperfect things can be celebrated. But actually this story is more than that. It's about going into the hills of the rural Tuscan area into a little town called Barga, where we often were only served very regional produce, you know, things that they farm at that time of year. No fancy imported ingredients, nothing flashy, just good honest produce from local farmers and growers. On one of the evenings, we ventured into the town and we ordered a dish that we were assured was a regional favorite. On the menu, it looked appealing, but quite simple. And while we waited for the kitchen to prepare our dinner, we were looking at the photos of the day, messaging a few people, chatting about what we would do the next day. And then something really amazing happened. When the meal came to the table and each of us had had our first mouthful, there was this wow moment. It was just off the chart delicious. There was something amazing that happened, not just in my mouth, but also I felt something happen in my spirit too. And I really felt the presence of God, not because of the pasta, but perhaps in the message he was trying to get across to me. I reflected for a moment on the taste sensation that was happening in my mouth. And then I realized the contrast that that is to what is often complex and very, a very busy life uh, that I was leading at the time. And so you see this, this dish, which only really had three ingredients, but its flavor was something totally overwhelming. I wouldn't have thought that only three things could make that much of an impression on, on me. And the truth is, it was just so simple. And then it hit me. In our often jam-packed days and nights, when we try and fit everything in, we chase calendar entries, get bombarded with messaging, end up doom-scrolling for hours on end, or somehow feel that we need to impress someone with a happy picture on social media when the opposite is probably true. Our lives rush by in a blur, and we're often hurried by the events of the day. 
then we see everyone else's happiness and we wonder why we don't see good things happening to us. In fact, sometimes we think that things have to be spectacular for them to have any significance. But there were three very important messages to me that day as if God himself was sitting at the table looking into my eyes and saying the following. Number one, slow down. No one needs to be in that much of a hurry. Number two, look around you. There are miracles everywhere, including in your own life. And number three, you don't need to be flashy or fancy or remarkable. You don't even need to be spectacular. What you really need is simplicity. So you see, in our constant rush, we overlook moments when someone does something nice for us, or maybe someone encourages us, or perhaps we miss the fact that someone around us might have a need that we can meet. We miss it because we're very self-absorbed. We're kind of in our moment. We neglect connection and relationship in, in favor of endless feeds of our, on our phones. And it's often true that we look at other people and we get stuck comparing our lives, but all we're really doing is looking at our phone. But if you slow everything down and you take away all the distractions and you just look around, you'll be surprised at how many good things, even miracles, are happening around you and to you. I want to encourage you to slow down. Don't just rush to the next thing. Take some time to simplify your day, simplify your calendar, simplify your schedule just enough to be able to look around you and for you to be able to see all the good that God is doing in your life and doing in the lives of people around you. If you're struggling with busyness or a complex situation, or maybe you're just not able to see God's goodness in your life or around you right now, why don't you pray this prayer with me? Father God, I come to you now with everything that I am. I bring my crazy schedules, my distractions, my inability to see your goodness around me, and I lay it all at the foot of the cross. Jesus, you came to redeem me, forgive me of my sins, and to give me an abundant life. Please help me to refocus on a simple life. Help me to refocus on a simple faith, one that trusts you with every decision I make, one that honors you with everything that I do. Holy Spirit, help me simplify my day so that I can see all the goodness of heaven around me each day. Help me to notice the small things and see them for the significance that you made them to be. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. That's it for this Ascend Men podcast. If you've enjoyed this content, please share it with a mate. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to wherever you get your podcasts. Together, we are stronger.